Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Mike is hot. Today we got a guest, special guest. Yeah, due to the the topic of conversation, we're going to give you a different alias. We'll call you Matt for this episode. But yeah, you're here today because we're talking about uh, resale when it comes to hype products and botting specifically. What exactly is botting? Well, thanks for having me. So botting is basically a computer software that navigates through the back end of a website and it can check out five to six pair before the normal user can check out one pair. So this is specifically for buying like hot items specifically. Yeah, yes, any item with resale. You can get uh, swimming pools at this point in time. You can get gym equipment. Um, you can uh, cars, baseball cars, basketball cars, of course, shoes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a buddy who just sold a, um, a Griffey car for $6,000 um, that he got out of a $15 pack. So I'm going to go look through my baseball cards. Yeah, <laughs> I thought uh, I have some stuff in there. Yeah, um, yeah, so the bots can basically kill any competition. So one particular bot goes to only one website at a time? Is that how that works? So, like, let's put an example out there. I want to get some new Jordan 1s, right? Highly anticipated. Obviously, they're going to be sold from different companies. Right. If you have one bot, is that bot only going to Nike or only going to Foot Locker? Or how does that work? Yeah, so there's... Um, so these bots are called AIO bots, so they are all-inclusive pretty much. So they can support multiple sites. So usually at you know 7 o'clock in the morning, there's about 15 different sites dropping the same shoe, right? And I can actually create tasks for every one of those websites. Um, and then once it starts, my website or my bot is doing its thing on every single site. Um, now, there's specific bots that support specific sites that are actually perform better on different sites like there's a, there's a Nike bot and there's a Supreme bot. Um, I have those as well, and I run those separately on a different server. Um, but my main bot can actually tackle every single website um, that's dropping, usually a shop, Shopify site that's dropping that shoe. Interesting. Wow. Is there a lot of setup that goes along with something like that? Yeah, there's tons of setup, tons of money that's involved in this. It's not just, you know, clicking a button. I have a server, a monthly server that costs, you know, hundreds of dollars a month. Um, I have uh, different proxies, IP addresses. Those cost hundreds of dollars a month. So this is like low-key illegal? It's not, nope, it's not necessarily illegal. It's not right. illegal at all. I feel um, like if you were to say this to like the average person, they'd be like, whoa, bro. It's, it's frowned upon, but it's not illegal. Yeah. No, ticket sales, that's a different story, but actually botting is not illegal at all. Okay. It just makes it unfair for everyone else. Obviously, you're in favor of it. Mm. How many shoes would you say is average that you get per uh, per drop? Uh, depends on the, the hypeness of the drop. Um, if it's just a general release, I could probably get anywhere from 20 to 30 pair. I mean, I've seen people who got you know 150 pair. Um, but on a, on a hype drop with limited uh, limited uh, quantity, usually anywhere from you know 4 to 10 pair is like a nice mm-hmm. nice range. That's like what you're hoping for. That's your goal? My goal is like 20 to 30, but um, an issue will probably resell for over $100. Mm-hmm. But usually with a release like that, I'll probably get about you know anywhere from 5 to 10 pair. So it sounds like you're doing pretty good. Um, yeah, I do pretty pretty well. Um, I've been doing it for almost two years now, so I've learned the the ins and outs. But uh, it's it's getting very tough. Um, a lot of these uh, a lot of these kids are 
they're programming and creating these bots and just smart. yeah, getting smart. And you, you know, you got thirteen year olds who are buying twenty pairs of shoes with their parents' credit card, and you know, it's just the competition is just insane right now. So for the average consumer that wants to get one pair of a hype product, mm-hmm. is it pretty much just impossible? It's, impo- at this point? it's impossible at this point. Yeah, it's funny because like sometimes like it'll send me a link or something like that, and I'll try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, or I have like an app that'll tell me like something's yeah. dropping or whatever. I'll click it, and it'll put me in the waiting room, mm-hmm. and I'll wait for thirty minutes, and they'll say like yeah. uh, sold out so, or whatever. Yeah. I try to get those J Coles, and they were sold out within like ten seconds. Yes, so right. As soon as I clicked on it, it was gone. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much any any item that has some type of resale, botters are taking taking it over. Um, we have certain groups that are called cook groups, and the the primary goal of a cook group is to help people cook shoes or buy shoes. Mm-hmm. And anything with a resale value at all, they're locked and targeted on that specific item anytime there's a drop. Gotcha. Wait, so each person has an objective. So that you guys aren't all flooding a certain avenue. Well, so so each group, each cook group is like a team of people, right? And the the objective of the team of people is to um, help their members basically make money. And they're searching these websites. They got connects from Nike, connects from Foot Locker, and they're telling these people how much stock this, how much stock the site has, um, exactly what time it's going to be released. Um, so the the botting game is pretty much impossible. It makes it impossible for the manual user. Mm-hmm. Damn, it sounds like organized crime. Like, <laughs> yeah. like everything you're describing. Yeah. yeah, like there really is a lot of behind the scenes facets. That mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are extremely unaware. Of. Yeah, and that's why why I always tell you, like you, for instance, if you're ever interested in botting, to stay far away from it because it's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I don't get any shoes, and I'm like stuck with a two hundred dollar bill that I. That I and I can't sell anything, you know, because I don't $200 have. Dollar bill for what? So like, if I you know have my monthly server and I have my proxies and all that stuff, and I spend all this money on it and I don't hit, mm-hmm. you know, then I just lost all this money, mm-hmm. you know. But luckily, um, I've been able to be a little bit successful and to make that money back from from shoe sales. Yeah, interesting. Do you just focus on shoes, or do you do clothing? So I I do clothing. You know, uh, Supreme is uh, a big uh, yeah. big site. Um, you know, a box T-shirt is thirty-five dollars, and it resells for five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's you know, stupid. It's crazy. It's like right? The American flag one is like I think it's like a thousand dollars for the sweater. I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. The the um COVID one that dropped uh, thirty-five dollars is reselling for seven hundred dollars right now. So it's it's just ridiculous. So I I focus on Supreme pretty heavily. Um, there's a couple other uh, clothing websites, but um, usually it's the shoes. I'm starting to get into the the sports cards and mm-hmm. uh, and then also. Um, you know, the Nintendo Switches, those are a good, good, uh, good resale. Yeah, 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 there's so much money to make in this in this world. So what got you into doing this? So uh, a couple, about a year ago, um, Travis Scott's, uh, the, um, the, or the mids came out, the Travis Scott mids, um, and uh, I really wanted those shoes. You talking about the ones? Yes, okay. yeah, the the ones with the backwards uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nike Switch. Oh, yeah. And I really wanted those shoes, and... Um, I was looking to resell, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I could actually resell these shoes for a thousand dollars. Let me try, you know, get a pair. And um, I had my phones and my iPads out and I was just uh, trying to click on that buy now button and it just would not work. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of find out um, bots took all the stock and I was like, okay, well, if I can't beat them, I'm just going to go ahead and join them. Mm-hmm. So uh slowly started to, you know, work my way in the community. Um, I didn't have a mentor, didn't have anyone to kind of guide me. So racked up a lot of debt trying to you know buy shoes and resell and buy bots that didn't work 
because there's tons of bots that don't actually work that they actually lie and say they do work. So there's a lot of con artists out there as well. So that's like a whole industry itself. So whole yep, scamming is a whole other industry that's with botting. Yeah, you people actually will sell their their keys for their serial numbers, and then they'll try to charge back and get the keys blocked. And they'll there's just all type of scammers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so um, I, I wanted to quit tons of times after taking many losses, and um, just kept going, kept going, kept researching, and then finally it just clicked. And I figured out the the secret formula to to getting these shoes, and especially with Nike, that's another. It's a big one, a billion dollar company. So, yeah. actually, botting that company is very, very hard. It's very expensive, and just so learning how to bot and be successful with Nike is that was a big thing for me. So it's harder for the bigger companies because they have protections in place, right? They? Right. So um, there's a couple different shopping platforms. You have Shopify, and then you also have you know Nike and other ones out there. But those are kind of like the main ones. So Nike, they have the best bot, bot protection possible. Um, it's called Akami. And they shut things down. When they want to shut it down, it's shut down. And so there's and there's multiple layers of um, with this bot protection. So you have the bot protection that bans the method that the bot takes. And there's also bot, there's also another bot protection for the banning of your proxy. So they they ban entire subnets. Mm. And then Nike also filters the accounts. So you know when you enter on the sneakers app, um, and I enter on sneakers app, they go through all those accounts and they filter which one they want to win. And so that's another form of, you know, their filtering of protection. So you have to get past all these different layers of protection before you can actually, you know, get a shoe. You were telling me before that everybody has like a, a point or a grade mm-hmm. or something like that attached to their email. Is that what it was? So they um, have a, a Google grade. Or something yes. Like yeah. So, so Shopify, there's so many levels, yes. like layers of this shit, bro. So Shopify and one of some of the top developers of these bots are the CEO of Shopify. They're very close, especially on Twitter. Right. And so they actually own these bots. Shopify owns these bots and he does everything he can to shut down these methods. So one of the new implementations that they did was, um, they started grading your Gmail according to the score. Right. So, the more you solve captchas, the less the more your score actually goes down. So you have like a zero point nine score all the way down to a zero point one score. So the more you solve captchas, because to check out you have to solve captchas, right. the more you solve it, the the lower it, it scores your um, your Gmail account. And so what you'll start to do is you'll start to get these slow fading captures. I don't know if you've ever seen them. And so when you get those, it makes it impossible for you to check out. Mm-hmm. So if you have like a zero point one uh, Google score, you're not getting anything. So it's another expense that we have to do is we have to buy these Gmail accounts in bulk. So I have about 100 Gmail accounts. And you have to buy all those just and put them in your bot so you can actually check out. Makes sense. I bought 100 too, but that's going to keep getting my password. Right. <laughs> so if you want some of them, I got you. Hey, I'll, I'll take them. That's crazy. So you have, uh, or you have a background in IT, mm-hmm. right? Right. I'm just something that helps you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, this, the software is not easy to use. It's not like you could just you know install it and then just hit start and it's good to go. You know you have to have an understanding of how um, how servers work. You know how um, how accounts work, and you also need uh, to have multiple credit cards. So I have I have about five hundred different credit cards. Um, and time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> you have five hundred physical cards. So there's. There's a thing called virtual credit cards. Okay. Um, and so I have about 15 credit cards on hand that's physical. And then there's a service out there called Eno, which is offered by Capital One. And what you can do is you can go on a website, creates a virtual number. So I'll go on Nike.com, hit create. So it creates a virtual number. So that's kind of another credit card. 
and you can do 20 of these a day. So I've done quite a bit if I have over, you know, 500 credit cards. Mm -hmm. So um, that's, you know, another, another expense, another, yeah. another bit of time that I had invested, um, you know, in the sneaker uh, business. So if you were to like make a list of all the requirements needed to perform a successful botting transaction for one pair of shoes, mm -hmm. you need, um, you need a credit, multiple credit cards, mm -hmm. uh, multiple or multiple servers or proxies, multiple proxies. Yeah, multiple proxies. Yeah. Um, you need multiple what, Gmail accounts. Multiple Gmail accounts. Mm -hmm. um, what else is there? Um, so you I you definitely bots. yeah multiple bots. Yeah. So if you're gonna run you know Nike, you, can, you need a separate bot for that because there's no just Nike Nike bot is just a Nike bot. You're not gonna get anything else with that because it's such a powerful company. Um, and then you have you know your Shopify bots and um, any other Supreme bots, right? So you need multiple bots. Um, you need a server, of course, um, because, you know, a residential uh, house, you you have like a gig. That's that's the fastest of, of speed you can get for internet servers, right? These servers, they have about 8 gigs, so 8,000 meg megabits per second. They're fast, right? Mm -hmm. And so you need that to check out as quickly as possible. That's yeah. that's the, the game, check out as quickly as possible. So you need a server. Um, you also need to have a, a, powerful, a very powerful computer that can actually run multiple tasks on a, on a different bot. So you need about three different bots. Um, you need a server, you need your home computer, um, a lot of patience, and you need to know how to use delays. So you could tell your bot to check out at a certain amount of time, right? And so you need to learn how to dial in those delays. So it's just a lot of different tweaking, a lot of different a lot of learning. Um, Can you elaborate on the delays? Yeah, so there's it's called a um, retry delay, and it's also called a monitoring delay. So a monitoring delay is... Um, so it's it goes by the millisecond. So so three thousand. So if I go three thousand, right? That's three thousand milliseconds. So what that does is every millisecond, every three thousand milliseconds, it pings the site, the website. Mm -hmm. So it looks for that product. Ping, 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 ping. Right. And then if it gets an error, you have another delay for that. So it'll tell the bot wait this long, right? Three thousand milliseconds before you try again. Is that like? The sweet spot, three thousand milliseconds. Usually, it it's, like a, such a it's about the sweet spot, yeah. Okay. So, but it can be lower or higher depending on how many proxies you have. So you want it as fast as possible, but not too fast to trigger trigger the bot protection. The bot protection. Yes. Got it. <laughs> God, it like a lot of work. You this see what like I'm saying? A, yeah. It's a digital like uh, a puzzle, man. Yeah. 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 Wow. And these kids have figured it out. These thirteen year olds, these sixteen year olds have figured it out, and they're buying brand new Mustangs, brand new cars when they turn sixteen get the license. They have all this money. And some of these people just have money just to spend, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very competitive. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, that is, it's, yeah. It's funny because I really thought I can just you know buy shoes and just resell them. You yeah, I mean? like every now and then, like I'll buy a pair of shoes and I'll re like I could resell it or mm -hmm. whatever, but not at this quantity, no. like not even close. And no, I, I I would assume for me it wouldn't be like the ones that I actually want to resell. It'd be the stuff that maybe not has a, or it doesn't have as much hype, like Yeezys have, you know, certain amount or whatever. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so have you ever got in trouble for any of the stuff you did with the bots? Like, have, have you ever been caught doing it or they flag you or anything? So um, sometimes a website will drop a shoe and they'll put it at like $5,000 because they know bots are pinging their site, right? So I've actually so I've actually had a task check out because I don't look at the prices at all. I just, yeah. I just put in my words, my keywords. My bot goes and searches for those keywords and it checks out. So one time I got hit with a $5,000 charge. Luckily, you know, I was able to email the site. They they refunded me, but I've got hit. I've got hit with that a couple times, right? Um, 
Do they, do they do that on purpose just so that you yes. don't do that? Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. These sites hate bots, hate botting, but at the same time, these bots are the reason why they're selling all these shoes right. within seconds. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you guys are, you guys hate us, but we're actually paying your pockets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, body's not illegal, so I don't necessarily get in trouble, but um, like I said, they do everything they can to stop you from getting these shoes. So sometimes they'll label the product this a different name. And it's like a shoe that has no resale value and you'll end up checking it out and there's no returns, no cancellations. You're stuck with that shoe. That's crazy. So, you know, I've been stuck with a couple couple shoes that are very expensive and can't do nothing with them but take a loss. Yeah. So. I'm surprised that that doesn't happen often where they kind of like a money grab. Just mm-hmm. put like a, a false product out there. Well, mm-hmm. I guess that would be fucked up business. Switch or something? Yeah. yeah. They've, they've done it. Um, there was a site last year that they dropped a picture of a shoe and sold, and sold it for $5. Damn. So people got hit with the five dollar char- multiple five dollar charges, mm-hmm. and it's just a picture because it's a picture of a shoe. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like the, that's like the Banksy painting. Yeah, mm-hmm. bought it and just destroyed itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, those pictures are going to be flipped for hell right. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> It'll be super rare. Yeah. What would you say the biggest downside is of this? Uh, so I think the, the biggest downside is not getting what you're going for, mm-hmm. right? So. Um, not to mention any names, but I had a um, a friend, you know, that reached out to me throughout the sneaker community, and he actually um, took so many losses that um, he attempted suicide. Wow. Right? Um, I've taken so many losses myself, and I would just when I first started, I would get panic attacks because I'm spending all this money on these on this on these servers and proxies, mm-hmm. and I have nothing to show for it. You know, and there's a lot of losses you're going to take um, in, in embodying and if you if you're not if you don't know how to take a loss, then it's not the not the world for you. Uh-huh. Man. Yeah, I'd be sick for days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You spend four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars preparing for a drop. You spend eight hours, you know, up until two o'clock in the morning, and then the next day the drop happens and all your proxies are banned, uh-huh. and you check out in zero. You're just you just lost four hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Yeah, four hundred dollars and hell of time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that being rough, especially happening multiple times mm-hmm. like that would fucking suck yeah mm-hmm. so it's so interesting that kids are involved in this now because what is that going to do to their psyche when they mm-hmm. keep taking losses kids got time though that's true it's not like kids got a job to do well the thing is is that this is kind of low-key considered gambling right you're gambling you're taking a chance on a shoe right so these 13 year olds are already being exposed to the gambling world and they're already addicted mm-hmm. to hearing that checkout sound yeah mm-hmm. they're addicted already at the age of 13 so what is that doing to them right mm-hmm. It can be negative or it can be positive. It can make some extremely successful uh, entrepreneurs in the future. Mm-hmm. Who knows? True. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the selection process? Like, how do you narrow it down so that you avoid trying to get the loss, obviously? Because um, there's some shoes that are hype that I'm assuming right. just don't resell anyway. Yeah. So so pretty much, um, that's what the cook group is for, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have a guy who owns it or a group of people who own it that have been doing it for a while that can kind of tell what shoe is going to do well and what, what shoe is not going to do well? You also have stock, sites like StockX or Goat, right, that shoes are already being sold, right? So if I see like a J. Cole shoe and it's, the retail on that J. Cole shoe is 160 and on StockX is being sold for 260 that shoe has some resale value, right? So StockX and Goat is kind of like the... The big factors mm-hmm. that we look at when we decide on if a shoe has any type of resale value. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What is a shoe that 
you thought did have resale value that really doesn't like what's a notorious shoe like i know like we talked about like brent 11s mm-hmm. uh, jordan 11s mm-hmm. like there's so many of those yeah but they still have like a hype behind them right yeah they're not even rare usually it's like the general releases right so um the the jordan 11s that they're retro mm-hmm. but they just aren't really a, a hype shoe like that they look great you know but they like, are hyped though like there's, I feel like they're hyped. They have a, they, yes, they have the. I think the the sneakerheads love them, mm-hmm. right? But they they make so many of them because it's a general release. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just being sold by the dozens, right? And it lowers the value because it's supply and demand. If there's so many of them made, right. the demand is lower. Is there a shoe that does have a low supply that you would assume would have a high demand that just didn't work out like that? Yeah. Um, actually the, the low, um, the low, um, 11s that just came out, the blue ones, the patent leather blue ones, mm-hmm. they're, they're a woman's shoe. And I think that was the issue because, you know, the bigger sizes are, have been doing better. So the biggest size in that shoe is a 12. So that's a, you know, 10 and a half in the men's size. So, so that men can still rock them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, that shoe had a, a pretty decent demand it just it performed very poorly. Mm-hmm. Man, so many uh, so many things to consider before mm-hmm. you know pulling the trigger on a shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, usually there's like a, a nice little uh, a pro- a profit margin. I like to look at if the shoe is going for over a hundred dollars at the time of the drop, it's a must go for. Anything less than that, don't go for it. Yeah, makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. You got any more questions on the body? I feel like I got everything out that I wanted, I like I wanted to ask. That's, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew nothing about that about plotting. I just yeah. thought it was just a service somebody signed up for, and then people were saying that people got shoes. Like, <laughs> there's the whole other side of this I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, let's talk about the actual botting software mm-hmm. for a second. You were saying that there's resale for the software as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so everything can be sold pretty much is what, what yeah. it comes down to. So what happens is uh, these bots, the, the developers, they actually limit their software. They limit it to the certain amount of users because if 10,000 people are going for the same shoe with the same method, with the same bot, no one's going to get anything. There's going to be like a 1%. It's usually about a 1% success rate. Mm-hmm. So these, uh, these, these botting um, developers, they limit to about 3,000 users max, and then they'll make it sold out. So periodically... You'll have people selling it, reselling it, or you'll have restocks. These these developers will restock because someone didn't renew their license or something. Um, so, the, you know, the top bot, which is called CyberSoul, uh, that bot selling for five thousand dollars right now. It's two hundred. It's a two hundred dollar bot that's selling for five five thousand dollars. Where do you even buy a resale bot at? So usually Twitter. You know, they'll have a restock on there. Yeah, you can everything, get everything goes back. Um, everything yeah. goes back to Twitter. There's a there's a web, there's a couple of different websites, um, a couple of different Discord servers that are specifically meant for buying and reselling bots. Um, you got to be very careful with that because there's so many scammers out there. Um, but yeah, usually a Twitter, you follow the Twitter of the bot, and then you just try to get a restock. But again, you have bots that are botting Twitter, so it's impossible for the average user, the manual user, to to buy a bot mm-hmm. without Dang. paying resale. Time out, time out. So. If you wanted to get a hype shoe, you have to get a bot. Right. And if you want to get a bot, you have to bot to get the bot. If you want to get... You're not even going to get yeah. the bot. Get <laughs> Man. If you want to get a good bot, yeah. you have to bot to get that bot. Yes. That's crazy. Woo. So, uh, 
Yeah, it looks like I'm gonna just keep asking yeah. you for shoes. <laughs> when the shoe drop, man, no right, point to get in. Yeah. 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 Uh, what are some tips maybe you give somebody that was starting out and there's some things maybe to avoid that uh, you went through? Yeah, so if you really want to, if, if, if I didn't, you know, steer you away from botting today, if you really want to get into it, um, I recommend finding a good cook group. So um, I would, you know, Google cook groups. Um, there's tons of them out there. Um, I'm in a couple. Um, you know, AK Chefs is one that um, I've kind of worked worked in for a while. I'm support for that bot or for that. Um, I'm sorry, I support for that cook group. Um, they help their members. Um, so a cook group is 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 key uh, for any type of uh, botting um, because you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars on just crappy bots that don't do anything. Um, and there's tons of cook groups that don't do nothing, but um, you pay for what you get with cook groups. Yeah, that seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. It, is, a lot. it is a lot. But I think that's uh, like we were talking about. This, this is kind of things that people have to do to be successful nowadays, mm-hmm. especially on the internet. I mean, there's so much money to be made on the internet, but it mm-hmm. does take you know patience and sacrifice. It does. Yeah, and if you if you're successful, you actually can make a lot of money. You know, I've had over 200 sales on StockX. Um, I probably made a little over sixty thousand dollars. Um, on selling on StockX, Damn. so it's it's amazing the things you can do during COVID. You know, we had nothing else to do except sit, sit and watch the monitors, yep. see what was restocking all day long. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, botting is a is a great thing to do, but you have to be very careful because you can get in the debt very easily. Makes sense. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And this is outside of your normal job, right? This is just something you take on as a side hustle, right? Yeah, um, side it's a side hustle, definitely. Damn, that's a that's a crazy side hustle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that seems like a job all in itself. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you're working the two jobs. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, I didn't really write too much. I just wanted to talk about more of your side hustles. I know Tyler has told me a couple things, you know, obviously without putting your name out there, but mm-hmm. you have, you do different things. So how many different side hustles do you like actively participate in? Uh, so body has, has taken over a lot of my uh, a lot of my side hustling. Um, you know, I do some contract work with uh, fixed computers. Okay. Um, I do some website design at times. Um, just keep it pretty tech. Yeah, it's always yeah. tech. Um, Nothing, nothing else yet. I'm, that's where I'm, I'm best at using my uh, using my brain solving problems and yeah, uh, yeah fixing solutions. That's cool though. Like we were talking about, you pretty much do need a side hustle to to make it America. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, make it. it seems like everybody outside of just their nine to five, they're using their nine to five to fuel their outside side hustle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we talk about that all the time, especially on here, like trying to encourage other people to maybe step outside of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, body seems like it's way out of my comfort zone. So I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's not for me. I mean, I know a little bit about computers because I've worked at like in the computer industry a little bit, doing um, like recruiting for uh, software engineers and stuff. But even like some of the stuff you're saying was still way over my head. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Would you say that? Um, yeah. Would you say botting is like your passion hobby? So um, I don't know. It's kind of taken over my life, really. Botting has. Um, I guess I'm a little addicted to that checkout. You know that checkout sound. Yeah. Um, Do you have fun with it? I I have fun with it when I when I'm successful. Uh-huh. When I'm not successful, I'm I'm angry throughout yeah. the whole day. Um, just like kind of like going to the casino and you're hitting or you losing all your money. You know yeah. how do you feel? How do you feel? That's true. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's why I stay away from the casino. Yeah, <laughs> I lose too much. Oh, actually, has COVID made the um, the botting industry even more tougher now? Now people have more time. Yes, these high school kids, these middle school kids, they're sitting at home all day long. Watching the monitors to see what's dropping. That's all I do: sit on their computer and just watch it. As soon as it, as soon as something drops, they're hitting that button. Um, so yeah, it's made it a lot tougher. Now kids aren't in school anymore, so they're not missing drops. Yeah. You know, before it's like I gotta go to school. I I can't I can't buy this this product. And now it's like I can do whatever I want now. Yeah. 
question for you. So we kind of talked about like picking up mm-hmm. shir- uh, shoes from stores. Most of the shoes that you get when it comes to botting, are they home delivery or do you have to buy them and pick them up at the store? So it's a mixture of both. Um, since, you know, COVID and the stores were closed at the time, uh, a lot of the stores were basically doing all online drops, right? So Finish Line, for instance, has a raffle um, for Hype Shoes. And we actually bought Finish Line raffles, right? And so what I'll do is I'll just contact all my friends and family. I'll say, hey, can you meet me at Finish Line over here? And you, I'll give you the money. You pick up the shoe. So um, even raffles, they're botted extremely heavily. Um, I remember the raffles back in the day where you literally go to the store and they would give you a ticket. Mm-hmm. I remember even before that, they didn't, you just stood in line. Yeah. And if you got them, you got them. If you didn't, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Those yeah. were good days. Yeah. Go wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning to go to the South Center and stay in mm-hmm. line. Oh, man. Yeah. So um, the, the stores are very limited with, with what they get. A lot of the stock is being put online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there you do have an opportunity to pick up in the store. But, um, you know, for instance... My Foot Locker account, I have, you know, 20,000 credits, right? 20,000 credits, and I'm looked at higher than someone who spends, you know, you know less. Uh, so you're graded again? Yes. Wow. Yeah, so I'll have a better opportunity to buy before you did. Man, I'm getting these shoes at this point. Yeah. All the people that, you know, that try to get these shoes, like, don't feel bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's the best thing to take away from this is that you're already in a losing game, so don't get too sad when you get those shoes. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You're better off just buying resale. I know it sucks, and I know you know you pay more money. I personally will never buy resale um, because I have a better opportunity to get it. But if you really want a shoe, just know you're probably not going to get it. Yeah, I don't have a problem buying resale as long as it's like a hundred bucks over or whatever. Um, And usually the shoe that I do buy, like if I end up wanting to sell it, I can sell it anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's never like. I, I never really feel like it's a loss until I put the shoe on. Then I'm like, shit, I don't know if I can get this money back. Right. Yeah. yeah, I only pay resale if it's something that like came out years ago that I know I'm not going to be able to get for years. Like, fly to, I've been trying to buy the fly to Jordan 1s. Like, mm-hmm. I know those aren't going to re or couple. I don't know, but you know, I don't anticipate them coming back. Hey, hey, now's your time to ask, bro. Yeah. Like, now's your time to ask for. See if oh, you the fly to yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those are pop up on you. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any more on this. Yeah, that's the thing I have. Yeah, well. I appreciate you stopping by and yeah, talking to us about this because I know it's, you know, something that a lot of people are very unaware of, you know. Yeah, yeah I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, man. Cool, cool, cool. Very interesting stuff. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Thank you, Matt. I put that in quotes for uh, joining us. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh, get into the high headlines. Yeah, you want to get into the high headlines? Oh, fucking sweet, bro. Uh, well, I wanted to start off with this one because this is kind of an update to something that we talked about previously. But did you see that uh, Jake Paul's uh, home was being raided by, by the police? Police? Yeah, dude, crazy. They had like full-on like SWAT trucks pull up. They were searching for stuff. They came out like a bunch of cops had two guns in each or like a gun in each hand. Did they say what they were like searching for? No, but they said it's not for the guns. So, and I think another house that it was in connection with them got raided at the same time. Really? Yeah, but you know, hmm. shit with that Hollywood Hill stuff, like. Uh, I feel like every person's involved in something up there. You know, the like circle's it's, real small up it's there. It's almost kind of hard to be in that area without being involved in some slimy shit. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so I guess uh, maybe have a day where I'm to start fighting, huh? Looks like he's going to be fighting a gun charge. He's going to be fighting. going to be fighting in jail. Yeah. Did you see that there's a New Orleans... New Orleans? How do you say <laughs> it? New, New Orleans? New Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans. Did you see that there's a New Orleans... New Orleans trumpeter uh, by the name of Shamar Allen who is trading guns for trumpets. Interesting. 
Yeah, he's a trumpeter himself. Um, apparently very famous in so that he, area. So is he giving people trumpets for their guns? Correct. Sounds like a an even trade to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if um I don't know if he is uh, getting a lot of guns yeah. for that, but the idea is dope. Yeah, no. yeah, uh, there was a 24-year-old fan at a Dodgers game. His uh, his cutout was at a Dodgers oh, game. Okay, I was say. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, it got struck after a home run was hit. Oh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he got a uh, he got a Dodgers bat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so all you have to do to get one of these bats is get decapitated on TV. Pretty much, Perfect. yeah. <laughs> uh, multiple players are personally calling Commissioner Adam Silver with complaints about activities they've seen inside the bubble. Oh boy! Whole lot of six nine activity going on on the hotline, huh? Oh, that's sixty nine. Yeah, I'm like, bro, it's what? <laughs> yeah, clarify oh, that shit. I don't shit. think I don't think players are trying to six nine. Yeah, actually. that's crazy though, bro. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck are you going with that? What? Oh man. Uh, yeah. So, but I do want to shout out Adam Silver because the NBA's been doing an amazing job with this Corona stuff, and the WNBA too. They uh, had no positive tests today too. Are they in the same bubble? I think that the NBA owns the WNBA. If I'm not mistaken so they they operate by the same rule so i think they have a bubble i don't know if they're in the same one okay because the whole court setup looks the exact same yeah they might be mm-hmm. yeah i'm not uh, i don't know too much about that um did you see that a saudi hit squad was sent to toronto to kill former intel official back in 2018 yeah that's uh that's pretty crazy he was sent by the prince yeah uh yeah to give a little bit more back information it's days after kill the killing of prominent saudi dissident jamal kawasaki that wasn't that the big thing with trump something that Kawasaki had to do something. Not Kawasaki. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, in the fall of 2018, uh, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam dispatched a group of hitmen, and let me get that name right so he didn't send them after me, to Canada to seek out and kill one of his former intelligence officials. That's wild, bro. That's some real life. I mean, we talked last week about real life blacklist shit. That's some real life, like 007. I think I've even said on here before, I'm surprised more stuff like that doesn't happen, but it seems like that's coming out more and more now. I feel like it happens often, but... Like, why would we know about it? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you watch these movies, like, like 007 or Mission Impossible, and they're always, like, these, uh, like, end-of-the-world-type scenarios. It makes me think of how many things like that happen on a daily basis we have no fucking idea. Like, maybe somebody doesn't really have a nuclear bomb in the middle of New York, and we would never even fucking know. How many times have meteors been destroyed? I'm joking. No, I was like, yeah. No, you're good. Speaking of meteors, though, I have seen, like, a, a lot of people posting more meteor showers lately. I don't know if we're just getting more lately or what, but... Don't we... Doesn't the Earth travel... Around, it, okay. So the Earth travels around the sun, and there's a certain point in the year where it's... Uh, there's just, like, asteroids just chilling. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure, like, we have to, like, go through that they move, to get back around. They move real, I mean, relative to us, don't they move really slow? Like, I don't uh, think that they really move. I think it's more of us going through it. So it looks like they move, and they just get burnt up in our atmosphere when we like go through it. Kind that of makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I don't know shit, bro. Yeah, that's your Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking about We need to get Labrador on the phone. I don't know more about that shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the Labrador's a huge science Oh, he's probably listening like, bro, you are so wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> Fucking idiot. But he says everything I say anyway, so... 
Uh, fourth graders in the North Carolina private school system that Vice President Pence applauded last week for reopening must now quarantine for 14 days along with their teachers after a student tested positive. Duh. I, I could mean, I could have guessed that. Yeah, one. I mean, I, the school stuff. I, I think we've made our point very clear on this about how we feel about that. But yeah, speaking of uh, Americans having terrible logic and um, not getting rid of COVID, did you see that uh, there are Canadians that are tracking U.S. boaters that are sneaking across the border? No, that doesn't doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, I thought that we were uh, our airspace was closed. This might be snitching, but I saw Drake was in Portland the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like. Do they not just see a fucking giant blue and white play? Like, I don't know how he's sneaking around. How does private jets work? Do you just kind of get to do whatever the fuck you want? I don't know. And, and Drake's isn't even really a private jet. It's like a private fucking cargo plane. So maybe yeah. he was transporting supplies or something, and that's his excuse of getting over there. But I don't know. Speaking of airplanes, though, there's a, a tiny jet bound for Australia that was so packed with cocaine, it was too heavy to take off. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Let me see where it was flying from real fast. Jake Paul's house? <laughs> is that why he's getting cut up? <laughs> yeah, probably. $80 million worth of cocaine. It was uh, trying to fly from Papua New Guinea to uh, Queensland, Australia. Papua New Guinea is where, remind me? Bro, don't ask okay. me. Don't ask <laughs> me that on the spot, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like next to New Zealand, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Like one of the islands that are like right over there. It's, just, it's a little pond hopper plane. So it's, it's not flying far. Oh, so know? this is like one of those ones that they use in like... Narcos. Yeah, narco, yeah. yeah, okay. Damn, that's crazy. That's a lot. Is it, somebody's going to be in a lot of trouble with their fucking drug <laughs> Bro, 500 kilograms. Somebody's going to be in a lot of debt to the U.S. government. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's hella funny. What's that? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see that it finally came out and it said uh, Kanye's presidential bid is a highly coordinated Republican operation to suppress the black vote? Didn't he say that? Oh, yeah, I mean, actually, he came out and said that his intention won. is to win. Yeah, he, he cleared it up after, but I guess he's been using this lawyer that Trump uses to to try and get him on all the ballots, and she's been... See, this is the bad part about this. So I guess she's been calling people because they need... Apparently, in order to get on the ballot, Connie needs um, some kind of uh, agreement from these people that have the electoral votes mm-hmm. that they have to give them his elect, their electoral vote if he wins. Mm-hmm. So if for that promise, she's like calling these people up and being like, hey, I know this is crazy, and I know you've been following every funny thing that's going on, and I know you think that this is kind of like, she's making a really light deal out of this. And it's like, this isn't a light deal. I did see that he had to have like certain connects in different states. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this is a... It's not like we didn't think that that was the point anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I think you actually called it. I think we tried to shoot early. some bail and say that it wasn't, but, uh, yeah. The days of shooting Kanye bail are probably going to be over. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yep. It's really sad. Oh, did you see that the queue was being shut down? Their Facebook group was shut down by Facebook. Do you know how... Facebook <laughs> book is shut down. Do you know how many uh, groups that they have online? Oh, yeah. They're, like, they're, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, it's, There's probably it's one shut down. Dark, nasty place for the queue. Oh, yeah, I don't even want to know, bro. Yeah. I don't even want to know. Did you see the newest thing? Uh, one of my coworkers actually sent me this that is a big Q person. Um, he said that, remember how uh, the, Q, the Q believers mm-hmm. think that John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come back alive? Yeah. Apparently, he's going to make his appearance uh, on election day. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on my breath for that one. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, this was probably the last one that I thought was pretty crazy. Did you see that they're moving to try and dissolve the NRA? 
Interesting. That's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, New York State Attorney General uh, moved to do it because apparently the money that they've been getting, which is like any corporation in America, so I don't know why just the NRA is going to get taken down, but I guess their heads have been using the money for private vacations and like all that kind of shit, like the donations that they receive. I was like, what did you think of that? Yeah. yeah. This is income to them. Yeah. Come on, come on man. Do I think that that's actually they're actually going to shut down the NRA? No, but I see Republicans already spinning this as they're trying to take away your guns, and this has nothing to do with the guns. They just want to shut down the organization. Yep. Conspiracy talk. Ooh, what do we got this week? Are we talking Ellen? Uh, yeah, we could talk about Ellen. Actually, okay, so I have a few things. Okay. Uh, like a roundtable of conspiracy talk this week. Yeah, I don't have like, <laughs> I don't have a lot of details on any of these things yeah. per usual. Yeah. But so Ellen DeGeneres. Last time we talked about Ellen. Mm-hmm. Was the whole Wayfair? What uh, uh, last time we talked about Ellen was the whole Wayfair situation? Yeah, I think we touched very briefly. Very briefly, um, where Ellen was accused of selling a ten thousand dollar pillow. Oh, I was talking. Like, yeah, that and the um, uh, she's being accused of the harassment or whatever. Yeah, so we'll get into that okay. in a second. So last time we actually talked about her though was the Wayfair. Thing. Yeah, um, which is kind of a big deal. Like if she is yeah. selling kids on fucking Wayfair. Yeah, I kind of just went away weirdly too. Right. And now, all of a sudden, she's, like, blowing up in the media about being a dickhead boss. Yeah. Okay. Like. Yeah, it seems very conveniently timed. Um, and Ellen's been tied to this child trafficking stuff for a long time. A lot of theories have been floating, I've seen floating around. It's like, basically saying this is her way of deactivating her so she can, like, save face so they don't have to come out and say that she was a pedophile mm-hmm. and, like, ruin a bunch of stuff for companies and things like that. I mean, I don't know how much of that I believe in. I feel like that's very. It's highly con- possible. I feel like that, that fits a very. Valid? Is that the word? It fits. Fits a conspiracy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So that's one. Yeah. The next thing, TikTok being banned. Do you see about that? Yeah. Uh, Trump was saying he's going to ban TikTok or whatever, unless it's sold to Microsoft. Which was really strange because I thought that. Well, I guess Bill Gates stepped down from the board, but I thought that Bill Gates and Trump don't fuck with each other. Bro, how weird is that? It, it it seems like extortion, honestly, right. like right in our face. Like I don't, how is he able to do this? I it's like you're punking the company. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I also saw there was um, like representation from China saying that if this happens, there will be retaliation. What if World War Three happens over TikTok? Over TikTok. And it's not even necess- if you break this down to the very core of what it is, it's not even TikTok. It's Trump's ego. Mm-hmm. The reason why he wants TikTok on, he says, because of the Chinese stuff, which I agree with. 100% with the, but you know what? Facebook's taking our information too, so it's not like. I think it's the, the foreign country taking our information, yeah. monitoring stuff. But how many other, uh, how many other apps or websites or whatever it is? Like, okay, let's say that we're driving uh, a Lexus. Does Lexus keep our data on where we drive? Exactly. On the cloud? Yeah, we don't know any of that. Yeah. Or, but going back to the Trump ego thing, so of course, with, remember when you had that I, I guess I'm not, sorry. I'm not trying to compare China and Japan, but yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, that might be a little... Uh, yeah. uh, Trump ego thing, though. Uh, so, do you remember when he had that Tulsa rally and all the TikTokers signed up and said that they were they, they were the ones that said that they were going to take the tickets? Did you see the whole controversy with TikTok then? Was that the K-pop thing? Yeah, so they uh-huh. all went on there and said that they were going to get tickets, so yeah. Trump thought he was going to have a huge crowd. So that was the first one. Uh, there's this woman out there. Her name is Sarah Cooper. I don't know if you're... Are you familiar with nope. her? Light-skinned girl, um, she does Trump impersonations on TikTok. Oh, boy. But she does, so it's his voice, like, she uses the audio from him, but she does the mannerisms, Mm -hmm. and they're fucking hilarious. Like, some of the funniest things I've ever seen, shout out to her, like, it's hilarious, but she's starting to catch, like, a real wave right now, like, people are really fucking with their stuff hard on Twitter, 
And I think that's part of the reason why Trump wants TikTok gone, because she's blowing up on TikTok with these videos, basically slandering him and uh, mocking him. Okay, but to counter that, he wants it sold mm-hmm. so that Microsoft can buy it. Yeah. So if Microsoft buys it, is she going to get kicked off? Yeah, I don't know. If they, does that mean that they have more control over what they can? Because I would assume if you want to put it in Americans' hands, mm-hmm. it would be so that you can have more control over what's actually being presented on there. Yeah, I don't know. I just think the whole thing is fishy. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really know. TikTok is weird, too. And now you see they try to uh, introduce Instagram Reels or whatever the fuck that shit is. Oh, I saw that. I didn't know what it was. Though. I don't know really what it is, but it's supposed to be like the equivalent to TikTok. I'm surprised that hasn't happened sooner. No, take, or Instagram's going to take everything from TikTok just like they took everything from Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't either. Um, yeah, so... The last conspiracy talk that I want to bring up is, I don't know if you've noticed at stores lately, when you go to the cash register, mm-hmm. there's always a sign saying, please use exact change, or exact change is appreciated because there's a coin shortage. Right, or have you seen that? electronic, whatever. Yeah, have you seen that? Oh yeah, it's everywhere. Everywhere, right? Everywhere, yeah. It's weird. Uh, so I Googled it. I was like, uh, coin shortage, whatever. Right. And the first thing that popped up is, coin shortage... So that, uh, or coin shortage conspiracy, the U.S. government is trying to become a cashless nation. Yeah, it's all all digital currency. What do you think? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, cashless. I mean, we're pretty much cashless already. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, I think that people don't want to move to a completely digital one because you still have the like the dollar bill. Like, you still have a tangible physical thing. Mm-hmm. Other than just the digital, so like you can say I actually have a hundred dollars rather than like I, anybody can just hack into your thing and clear your entire account, but you physically have this hundred dollars here. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why a lot of people still stick to cash. But and then I also fear that if, if that does happen, is that gonna is the is like money not gonna mean anything anymore? Like that's what seems to take the value out of money, which is weird well, to say. But to answer that, I don't think that that's really gonna matter because I mean cash used to be backed by gold and it's mm-hmm. not now and we still go buy a dollar like a dollar worth a dollar or whatever um but my thought on this is that getting rid of cash means that you can't do things under the radar that's anymore that's why i think it's kind of fishy if this is the case mm-hmm. i also saw something that said that people aren't using cash anymore because they've just been at home that's for a while so there's yeah. nothing really circulating right, right. now so, who knows? I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. You know? One thing that'll be interesting, though, to do go to all digital, maybe people should start considering this right now, is uh, collecting coins. Because when everything goes digital, those coins are going to, the value of those coins, especially super rare ones, is going to go up. But there's so many coins. Okay, actually, what coins are you speaking of? Well, like, uh, so do you remember those old infomercials they used to have where you could buy the state maps and they would come with mm-hmm. the coins in them and then they're a limited number? So, like, for the, the quarters? Coins, yeah. Yeah. Did so you do that? Like that. Oh, my grandma did when we were kids, so we have a couple of them from, she just used to buy some knickknacks, stuff like that all the time. So. My grandma, too. Yeah, my grandma's real big into the HGTV, mm-hmm. QB, whatever. I think it's just that age group, because when that first came out, they're like, oh, shit, we can order shit. Yeah. And I bet you Amazon is going to look like that in the future to our kids. Oh, like, yeah. My parents are hella big on Amazon, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're over here fucking summoning shit in front of them. <laughs> yeah, you know right? I mean? like they're some like weird ordering shit. shit with their mind. And exactly, stuff. yeah. yeah. I'm over here like, no, I need my drone to deliver my shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting with the, the coins, just because uh, I think we rely so much on cash and coins that it's, it's interesting to see these places say they don't have any. I don't remember the last time I had cash. Uh, I keep a little bit of cash all the time, just in case. I don't have none. Yeah. I think, uh, I take for, that back. Mostly for the weed store, but. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think I have, like, maybe 20 bucks in my car. Maybe. Yeah. 
Maybe. And I, I probably use it. Ca- how much cash I have on hand. Let me give it a moment. It's not a lot, but it's, it's more than $20. <laughs> it's enough that I don't want to put out there. Reveal. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else on conspiracies? Now, diving more into the Ellen thing, though, do you think anything's going to actually happen to her? I don't think so. I don't think... Um, I think Ellen is playing by the rules right now. Mm-hmm. Whatever rules those are. By acknowledging that she was a bad boss. And I think that... That is one step to clearing. <clears throat> that is one step to clearing her name. Yeah. So I don't think anything's gonna happen to Ellen. Uh, the thing about these conspiracies too is that like the coin shortage and the Ellen one, these have been going on for a long time. Like, and they they have like different ties and things like the coin shortage. They were trying to say that Corona, that Corona was uh, gonna be the reason why everybody went to digital currency. Like that was the reason why they gave Corona so that everybody would have to go to digital currency across, so that there would be one uh, global currency. Mm-hmm. So it's all these tie into weird stuff. It's so weird how all of this shit is like connected, but it's not connected. And it's weird how much uh, is being revealed from Corona. True. Speaking of um, global currency, I don't know if you saw Bitcoin shot up like two grand in the past week. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not see that. I'm still not going to buy any. Yeah, I don't know too much about it to invest. I, I don't really know anything about Bitcoin. I know a little bit about the stock market and my stocks are doing mild the best right now mine are doing really good really? actually yeah all of, i'm in the green on all of them except one energy company that i'm on the fence about selling yeah i think the only i mean i guess all of mine are in the green except for i have a pharmaceutical company that doing so well but mm-hmm. i'm sure once vaccines and stuff start coming out apple's gonna split allegedly at the end of this month which is cool so if you have apple stock which i actually bought another one it's almost 500 bucks. Well, I saw that. Do you want to uh, explain that a little bit? A split? To, to the listeners? Because I read that and I don't know what that necessarily means. So I'm not the smartest when it comes to stocks, but I know like the basics. Like the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> not that. Um, but yeah, so a split is like a company, like the stock price might get too much. For example, mm-hmm. Apple. It's almost $500. Not that, like, per share. Per share yeah. that we're speaking of right now. Uh, the average person probably wants to buy Apple stock. Right. But $500 is kind of expensive. So what they do is they, the board discusses um, a split. So the split is so that um, they can divide a stock into multiple stocks so that the average person can probably afford it. So for example, a $500 stock, if they want to split it five ways, now it's $100 a share. So you don't have one-fifth of one stock? No, no, no. They split it. Five ways. So a five hundred dollars oh, okay. stock would be a hundred dollars a share. Now you have five shares. If you only had one five hundred dollars share, yeah. Now you have five shares that are hundred dollars oh, okay. each, right? And now anybody can get into the game at a hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. But Apple's gonna do a four way split. Okay. So it'd be hundred and twenty five bucks a share if they were to do it at five hundred dollars, right? right. Um, but yeah, that's a split. Okay, so that made more sense because I thought it was more of like a group buy where they like <clears throat> say that the the one share was five hundred dollars. They cut the share into five different pieces, and uh, like a group goes together to buy, and each person puts in a hundred dollars and like shares the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. They were cool. So if you have two shares right now, mm-hmm. and they split it four ways, then you have eight shares. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. All right, that makes way more. If sense. If they split it four ways, yeah, yeah. I got some more. You know, part of this podcast. There you go. <laughs> we don't teach you guys often, but when we yeah, do, when we do, well, you guys learned about bots and uh, stocks, bots and stocks. Bots and stocks. Picks of the week. I'm redeeming myself this week. So you have two. My pick this week. Yeah, I do actually. Is it a website? It is. Both of them are websites. Okay. okay. All right. So, but I'm redeeming myself because I've been choosing like these music websites mm-hmm. that are helping you like create playlists, right. and I think that that is 
something that I really enjoy because I like to find music that I probably wouldn't have found or whatever. Right. And it's relaxing making a playlist. It is. So there is this website called music-map.com. Works on mobile. Oh. And you type in an artist's name and it'll bring up multiple artists that are similar. So I typed in like party next door. And there's maybe like 10 of the artists, 10 out of like 20 that I had no idea who they were. Do How do they determine? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if it's like a voting system or what. Or maybe there's just um, like an algorithm. Like, you know, if you use like Tidal or Spotify, mm-hmm. like you click a person and there's like recommended artists on the bottom. Like maybe it uses like similar algorithm to that. Like sounds or something. Yeah. So like here, I'll show you real fast. Like party yeah, yeah. example. Type in party next door. I search. And it'll bring in some people, so it's different. Oh, yeah. This is a, yeah. These are these are the people that I was expect to be in a party next door conversation. As See, far as music. Amir Obey. Oh, he's Nelly Sastre. Another really dope person. Uh, Jay Soul. They is really dope. Okay. Uh, oh, I know they. Um, Amir Obey. I actually think he. I don't know if he used to be signed to OVO or mm-hmm. he was just fucking with them a lot. But he has a couple songs with Party. Sire the kid. Oh, he's dope. Okay. He's really dope. YC. L A. Tyus. Like, see, these are people yeah. I don't know, though, but apparently you know. Yeah, I mean, they're like, they're, these are like, this is like, uh, I love how it says Aubrey, Aubrey Drake Graham. Yeah. They're trying to, this is actually getting to, like, down to the very core of what, like, that, those people make the same type of core music as Party. Okay. And see, I would like that. Yeah. Like, there's some people that, like, that Tyus guy, I think he's from Portland, but he sounds, like, eerily similar to Party, which oh, is why right. I didn't really check for his music like that. I was like, if I want Party, I'll just go to Party. Okay. But he's got some dope shit, for sure. See, I need to find. More people that sound like Party, so I'm not just always listening to Party. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's dope. Um, and then my other one is DrinkingGameZone.com. Ooh, now we're talking about it lately. Yeah, man, it's dope. Like, Are you talking about it? I think it has 1,500 drinking games. Damn. 1,500. It's dope. Uh, just go there. You can do, like, uh, movie drinking games. Okay. Which, uh, those are always fun. Oh, shit. Yeah, until you're fucking half a bottle of rock deep. Yep. TV games, <laughs> card games, coin games, video games. Hand games. Pong games, sports games. A lot of drinking games. Yeah. A lot of categories. Um, yeah, this one's fun. That sounds cool. Yeah. That sounds really dumb. Uh, what did I have? Uh, oh, uh, so album for this week, uh, Wale, the album about nothing. Oh, yeah. Huge sure. fan. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. love yeah. that album. Great album full of, I still think, really super relevant content. Uh, using Seinfeld was genius. You know, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, so... Anytime Seinfeld's involved in anything I like. Same um, all the songs still hold up to this day. I just think it's a mm-hmm. super solid album. It just came up randomly. One thing I like doing when um, like an album's come out, even though I know I'm probably not going to listen to the entire album, I'll add it into my library. So when I play songs on shuffle, maybe I'll randomly come across it. And I, he just popped back up on shuffle. So, uh, And then the other one I had was a Nipsey clip about planting seeds, and I'll post the, the link in the description. Uh, but it basically talks about karma and being patient with your business. He told the story about how um, he decided to grind out and just make music, stay out of the streets and things like that. But his house got raided and they took all his equipment. And he caught a case from that because he had like a gun charge and they found a gun in the house or something like that. But he made went a whole year without making music and got a random phone call from somebody that heard his old music and decided they wanted to sign him off of that. So it's like wow. sometimes it's just about being patient, waiting for the seeds you planted to bloom. Mm-hmm. And with, considering the conversation we had earlier about the bots and about making it in America, I thought that it's a pretty good. Uh, it's only like a little five minute clip, but it's dope. I think it's a part of a bigger um, interview, but I haven't seen the whole thing. I think that's dope when there's someone that's successful goes back and says like, 
Like, there was a point where I felt like I wanted to give up. Oh, yeah. And he says that plenty of times. He's like, I was 18, 19 years old. And he's like, I just wanted, I didn't want to make music anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's important because people just see the end result. Exactly. Work, so. Exactly. Yeah, but those are uh, my two picks of the uh, Yeah, shout outs. I uh, wanted to shout out our boy Labatan. Birthday today. Happy birthday. Well, I can't say enough nice things about Zach. Zach's oh. been around. It's Sam's birthday, too. Oh, shout out Sam. That's yeah. my guy, too. Friends happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, I'll text him later. Uh, that's dope. Yeah, happy birthday to both of them. Yeah, Zach, I mean, I've known Zach since I was a kid. Probably one of the nicest fucking people you'll ever meet in your entire life. Yeah, so he's a very nice person. Very, very nice person. Um, and I also wanted to shout out just anybody that's struggling right now, uh, whether it be financially, mentally, you know, whatever you're going through. There's a lot of shit going on with the unemployment not being extended, with the housing moratorium coming to an end, with we don't really have a plan in sight, so it's really easy to get lost and bogged down by the things going on now. Um, so I'm just trying to send as much good energy out to people right now because I know that it's a really hard time, especially for families right now, mm-hmm. having with like you know the school stuff and money running out. So just want to give a big shout out to everybody out there and uh, just continue checking on your mental health. Yeah, and speaking of that, my shout out is similar. Um, <clears throat> there's a new study that came out that found that healthcare workers in the United States are struggling with a suite of mental health challenges during COVID-19 pandemic. On average, uh, the healthcare professionals reported enough symptoms of depression to be diagnosed with clinical depression. So shout out to you guys, because I know that you guys are going through some shit right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it doesn't seem like uh, people care enough to do the things to not get sick yeah. for you guys to get a break. So yeah, shout out to all the healthcare workers out there because uh, you guys are really being taken for granted during this time. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm shocked that we haven't seen more people. And I know we've seen like nurses out there protesting and stuff, uh, you know, the government. I'm surprised we haven't seen like mass numbers of nurses and doctors just being like, I quit. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Anymore. But I also think that maybe they feel a moral obligation to stay because there's so many sick people now too, which that's a real pickle to be in. Mm-hmm. I can see that too. Yeah, so shout out to them. Yeah, man. Yeah, No Structure Pod 1. That's a Twitter, No Structure Podcast. That's the, or No Structure Podcast is the Instagram, Spotify, Google, iTunes, YouTube. Am I missing one? SoundCloud. (laughs) The No Structure Podcast.com. Yep, that one too. Not that one, like it's just another one. That's (laughs) the one you shouldn't be going to. Go to that one. Yeah. Peace. Peace.